Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Samaki Walker, Hot Rod Williams, Joey Devine, AC Green, Sean Keen, Featuring Patreon subscribers, Bruno Passos, Gene Wallacein, Olden Polonese, Dominique Wilkins, the human highlight film, former leader of Sinn Féin, Jerry Adams, musical guest, Kings of Leon, and now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of Round Ball Rock, and we are back with another episode. Jam-packed day. Sean Keen, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I was sneezing, so... Oh, that's... That, oh, sorry, I thought my connection cut out there. No, that is what happened there. Um... <laughs> Big day in the NBA today, huh? It really was. It was almost <laughs> the last day of the season. And yet, uh, you know, this was kind of like Game of Thrones, where they do all the dramatic season finale stuff in the penultimate Yeah, episode. that's the Sopranos thing, too. I think mm-hmm. the Sopranos started that. Um, but, man, what a, what a wild, wild day. Um, but before we start talking about that, we need to do some plugs first. Um, mm-hmm. first off, like Rick Barry, we're into plugs. <laughs> we are very into plugs like Alex Caruso probably should be. Uh, we are into plugs. Um, first off, uh, if you like the show. 
please rate, review, and subscribe to us on whatever pod catcher uh, mm-hmm. you use. Um, it helps. We're trying to climb those charts on chartable.com still. We've hit a little bit of a plateau in some of our favorite countries. That's why we mm-hmm. haven't talked about it. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, if you travel internationally, download the podcast from that country. If you're running drugs or money illegally, uh, subscribe. Hit hit up the RSS feed, you know? <laughs> um, also, you can always contact us at RoundRockPod on Twitter, on Gmail at RoundRockPod at gmail.com. Or uh, you can always call us on the phone like uh, Orlando Magic superfan Eric Prince did this week. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we lost that call, though. So, Eric Prince... Uh, War Criminal, if you are listening, call us back. Congratulations on the playoffs, by the way. (laughs) Um, Blackwater, South, the Orlando Magic are back in the playoffs. uh, But yeah, you can call us on the phone at 323-682-0342. And also, brand new today, if you like the show so much... You'd like to support me and Sean in our endeavors of making more basketball content for you. Uh, please do so at patreon.com slash roundrockpod. Uh, we've got a lot of great tiers. There's a Discord chat you can get in for just three bucks. Trying to get that to pop off, to quote myself from last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, for five bucks, you can have uh, Don Pardo say whoever's name you want. And that's right. If you're listening, Bruno Passos, someone wanted your name said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we know you chose a different one. We but... didn't make a mistake. <laughs> uh, and then for $10 a month, oh, $5 a month, Don Pardo says your name, and you get a, a brand new hot spanking exclusive round ball rock in your feed every Friday. Uh, for 10 bucks a month, you get all that stuff, plus you get a slammed up pin. A round ball rock pin, and I'm going to announce it right now. A pin that is going to be an amazing drawing of Don Nelson at the Hall of Fame. Wow! Our our Papa Do- Papa D Papa Don, mm-hmm. uh, our artist is working on that currently. Uh, once we have it, it'll be up. And then for twenty bucks a month, you get a slammed up T-shirt. Uh, and then there's also fifty and a hundred dollar tiers. If you are Eric Prince, we mm-hmm. will take your blood money. Yes. Um, no blood. Of, well, okay. You, you can't donate oil to the Patreon, however. Yeah, I don't know how I'd sell that. Um. Yeah. No. No. But before we're gonna do a big mailbag episode. Mm. But before we do that, uh, there was a huge, huge story out of Los Angeles today. Mm-hmm. It was giant. Um, frankly, we're not equipped to talk about it. No. So we've brought in our analytics guys, Brett and Randy. Uh, here's Slammed Up with Brett and Randy. This is Slammed Up with Brett Samson and Randy Ludue. Analytics, friendship, efficiency, and promo codes. These guys are fucking dorks. Well, Brett, um, huge news out of Los Angeles today. 
Um, yeah, yeah, huge stuff. Just just an incredibly significant basketball event two one, days before the end of the season. One of the biggest stories in possibly NBA history. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. The Miami Heat released Rodney Magruder and his expiring $1.5 million contract. Oh, God, it's like dropping dropping a jewel into the ocean. Which got them under the luxury tax and also kept them mm-hmm. from being in the repeater tax. Oh, yeah, yeah. And after being eliminated, they will officially drop to $564,000 below the luxury tax. Oh, my so God, So they can yes. sign more players to future Randy, deals. Randy, can you, can you describe that a little bit slower for Daddy? The Clippers signed Rodney Magruder to the open roster spot oh, they got yes. from releasing the injured Luke Richard and Bahamute. Mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. eligible. He's ineligible for the playoffs, which the Clippers are in. But um, who cares about the playoffs when you have early bird rights? Oh, yeah, those assets. Mm. So this summer. These the, are the earliest rights. So this summer. Oh, the God. Clippers can have have his early bird rights so they can use their $3 million qualifying offer as a yes. free agent. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. $1.6 million cap hold as an unrestricted free agent. Oh, that's such a hard cap hold. It could give, or as a restricted free agent match, Rodney Magruder a contract starting it up to... Nine point seven million dollars. Oh my God! Yes, I'm rock hard on a two-year early bird deal, or God. up to two million dollars unrestricted. Oh my God! Or three point oh. million restricted free agently restricted oh. free agency deal. Oh my God! On a one-year oh. deal. Randy, that was an incredible transaction. I'm. I am. Blown away, I am oh, a little bit exhausted from just oh, those roster moves, treating a player uh, like chattel, uh, making a, a a move to hurt your team, going into the playoffs, getting under the luxury tax. That is that is my pornography, Randy. And uh, before I climax a second time reading the transaction page, I want to thank our sponsors. Uh, we are sponsored today by... Uh, Trajan condoms. They're the only prophylactic made by a uh, former shooting guard, Trajan Langdon. He's the Alaskan assassin. Uh, here's how the Trajan Langdons work. Uh, they are not lubricated because Coach K doesn't believe in that. That's how you, uh, if you just, you, you put the condom on the ground and then you slap your dick on the floor. That's how Coach K does it. And uh, it will uh, Alaskan assassinate any uh, unwanted children or STDs. And best of all, you can get your first free sample copy of Trajan Landed by using promo code Rodney Magruder Orgasm. Uh, it's easy to remember. We talk about it on the podcast. I just had one. We talk about ago. it all the time. So uh, thank your you, Trajan Landed. Oh, and thank you, Pat Riley and Doc Rivers and Lawrence Frank for uh, one of the one of the most satisfying sexual experiences that I'm going to have all month. Leave the sponsorship money on the bedside table. Yes, you dirty bitches. Uh, so uh, that's all the time we have for Transaction Corner on Slammed Up. Uh, thank you, Randy. Wow, you're thanking me? I, I just uh, I get weird in this moment. You know, I am uh, uh, want to smoke a Blue Apron cigarette right now, I gotta say. <laughs>
You roll them yourself. Back to you, Joey and Sean. I did not like that, Sean. I thought we were going to get, like, an. I guess we did get analysis, but we got a little too much. I thought they were going to talk about Magic Johnson. Oh, oh, that was the other, yeah. <laughs> that is the biggest news out of Los Angeles. That's true. I don't know if those guys know who Magic Johnson is, though. You know who does know who Magic Johnson is? Us. Let's go to the news. (laughs) This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. Um, So Magic Johnson, Sean, he (laughs) called a surprise press conference. What? Something you always want to see from your team president. I love a surprise press conference. Has there ever been a bad surprise press conference? Well, yes. And there's been one involving Magic Johnson, in fact. It (laughs) happened in 1991. And, uh... Yeah, you're right. That was a bad surprise uh, press conference. Uh Um... But, you know, this one probably ended better for Laker fans, right? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, this is, um, this was very surprising. It seems like it, uh... Like, are they gonna fire Rob... I guess what we should explain what happened. We just said surprise press conference. So Magic Johnson called a surprise press conference and quit his job... (laughs) And then throughout the course of the surprise press conference, it became clear Magic Johnson had not told Genie Bus this before he had his press conference. Well, he had it. So the Lakers were playing. Um, they had a game. Yes. Uh, they were at home, right? They were at home. Yes. So, so like two hours before the game. Um. While, like, the players are warming up and stuff, Magic had a press conference. Where he quit his job. Quit his job. He also, I saw a tweet that said the reason he was quitting is because he didn't like that he couldn't congratulate players like Russell Westbrook on getting a 20-20-20. That was part of it. He said that, he (laughs) said that, oh, everything I do is tampering, I guess. (laughs) Which is also, like, um... I think he could have done that. I think he could have just tweeted. Magic Johnson loves Twitter, obviously. He loves tweeting obvious things. <laughs> couldn't, he couldn't have just tweeted, great job, Russell Westbrook? I don't think so. Wow. Oh, yeah, you can't. You like literally can't mention other players. Right. But so Magic Johnson was choosing Twitter, his Twitter account, over the presidency of the Los Angeles Lakers. Well, it also came out, though, that yesterday he had a three-hour meeting with Jeannie Buss mm. discussing the future of the team. Yes. Uh, and was given permission to fire Luke Walton. And During not... his meeting with Jeannie Buss. Yeah, and at no point did he, uh, you know, think about possibly telling Jeannie Buss that he wanted to resign. So how long was his meeting with LeBron that like on Sunday? I don't that I don't know. Woj said that he oh, it doesn't say how long, but he apparently met with LeBron on Sunday to talk about the future. Also did not say that he was leaving. Well, he gave a quote where he was like, 
yeah, I kept having conversations with people about what we were going to do this off season, and I just sat there like, uh-huh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he said, he started laughing and said, I'm not going to be there. <laughs> Um, uh, it was incredible. The amount that he cried and laughed. What I would like to say about this is um, I'm extremely happy to have, like, cool, fun Magic Johnson back because this oh. is cool and fun and good. <laughs> Look, man. Magic Johnson is really good at having a good time, making people feel good, remembering people's names. Uh, what he's not great at is working like a 60-hour week, which I think you kind of have to do if you're a team president, right? I would think so. Like, doesn't Pat Riley work like a 70-hour week and he is over 70, you know? Um, Apparently, this was also sort of how the Magic Hour worked when Magic had a talk show 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would just kind of show up right before the taping and say, like, hey, uh, what are we going to do tonight? And that was 20 years. He's 20 years older now. <laughs> I don't think he's like, look, man, like, what, what do you want from Magic Johnson? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I guess to recruit LeBron James, which, right, he, which did. he did, sort of. I mean, but it's it's also funny that he he was not willing he basically quit because he didn't want to fire Luke Walton. But I he wanted, don't think that's why. But he, he was quit. okay with telling. Well, I mean, but his official answer is I didn't want to fire Luke Walton, which I had a meeting about the day before. <laughs> but also, I'm going to tell everyone that the team owner wanted me to fire him. <laughs> the quote he gave was Look, Jeannie loves Luke, loves me. You never want to have to make a decision that. I don't ever want to disappoint her, and that's a tough situation. We have so much love for the Lakers in this organization, so I looked and said, you know, Irvin, you have a great life. I was like, man, when I got done praying and thinking about it, I said, go back to that great life. I'll still help the Lakers in any way I can. You know what? He's not wrong. He has a great life. Yeah. (laughs) It it seems like it rules to be Magic (laughs) Johnson, because it doesn't even really seem like contracting the HIV virus has significantly hurt the quality of his life. I'm sure it is a difficult situation, but like yes. it seems incredible. It seems like he has fun wherever he goes. He has hundreds of friends. He still is like the most popular person in the city of Los Angeles. Uh, he's right. He has a great life. He should go back to it. Um, he also said that he did not like the backstabbing and the whispering. Mm hmm. Uh, but he did not clarify that, so uh, he was pretty much engaging in whispering, I would say, and possibly some oblique backstabbing. <laughs> like he didn't stab anyone in the back, but he was like holding a knife in someone's hand against their back, saying, "Why are you stabbing yourself? Why are you stabbing yourself?" <laughs> um, I mean, did this- he? stab him i mean how much of the backstabbing was magic actually doing that is a question i have no i think i think it was more that he just like wasn't really it feels like magic is from maybe an earlier 
more tampering time. Mm-hmm. Because you hear about stuff even happening in like the early 90s where, you know, Jerry Reinsdorf tries to trick Horace Grant into signing a contract extension without his agent there. Mm-hmm. And that's like 94. I I wonder if, if what Magic is talking about is basically a very honest reflection of what tampering meant when he was still a player. Sure. And what it means now. Um, but the thing, I mean, he just had a very telling quote. He said, I was happier when I wasn't president. I want to go back to having fun and go back to being who I was before taking on this job. <laughs> and then he said some optimistic things about the Lakers that aren't really, don't really have a lot of foundation, but also, yeah, man, it probably sucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, can't he, I just don't understand how his life like materially changes. Like it doesn't seem like magic needs the money. He definitely does not. Um, if anything, he still he has... owns the Los Angeles Dodgers, <laughs> right? <Didn't he? laughs> um, it doesn't. I, I kind of feel like this is not going to ruin his friendship with Jeannie Buss, someone he's been mm. friends with for forty years. Uh, that I'm not so sure about. I I think she's going to forgive him. It's magic. It is magic. He loves her like a sister. It's pretty. It is a shitty way to to quit your job. It's pretty bad. <laughs> I just, I guess, I don't really understand why he ever wanted to be the president of the Lakers to begin with. I well, that I think I do understand. If you're Magic Johnson, right? Uh-huh. You have succeeded in literally everything you've ever done, except for well, the Magic Hour. Yeah, and uh, pretty much being on TV in general. But he still was on TV. You know what I mean? Like, they kept putting him on TV. Like, he doesn't realize he's not good at that. Um, He can still be on TV as much as he wants, really. Um, You're, like, an insanely successful businessman. Like, you're probably, until whatever LeBron ends up doing, the most successful athlete-turned-businessman ever, probably, right? Not counting, like, Michael Jordan. He doesn't really count. His, his money is like still basketball money, though. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's true. Magic he doesn't Johnson, have like a chain of movie theaters. Right, or 24-hour fitnesses or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, And you love the Lakers because the Lakers really took care of you, right? Like, the buses essentially made you their son. <laughs> it does kind of feel like that, right? I mean, he did say Jeannie was his sister, so. Yeah. And um, the Lakers were in so much trouble. And I think he just thought, well, everything else is that everything good happens to me. Like, I can save this now, too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, well, and maybe it was also like, let me help Jeannie fire her brothers here. Yes. My brothers. Um, (laughs) Yeah, his own brothers as well. But. He was yeah. Who do you think? Who do you think Doctor Bus loved more, Magic, Magic Johnson, Johnson or Joey? Or jo- or jo- yeah, uh, definitely Magic. <laughs> I think so. Too. Yeah. Um. Did you see LeBron James's fake, fake response to all of this? By the way, uh, he was he was pretending to be on the phone and saying crazy over and over yeah, again while, while a security guard was like, "Hey, quit filming him." Quit filming him. Uh, I mean, 
just another wonderfully authentic performance from LeBron James, uh, soon to be Hollywood leading man after Space Jam 2. Uh, we did get confirmation that Giannis said no. Um, oh, did we? I didn't see that. Um, we did. We did. That came out today. Wow. Uh, oh, it's yeah. Um. Here's, and then the, oh, go oh, ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say Woj was uh Woj was clearly very mad. Yes, and um he did kind of a typical Woj thing where he took publicly available information and presented it in a way that it was almost like a gotcha, but it was actually like not really news. <laughs> so he said something like he said something like Luke Walton's only got one guaranteed year left on his contract, but he never thought he'd outlast Magic Johnson. Crazy. Um, and some breaking oh, news. Like, yeah, go. Oh, breaking news. Uh, yes. Sean Hyken just sent me this. Yes. Uh, as word spread through the Lakers organization in the NBA, several people wondered whether Johnson's departure was related to a yet-to-be-published article by ESPN that is said to address allegations about Johnson's conduct with employees. Uh-oh. Whoa. So stay tuned for that, Uh-oh. I is guess. <laughs> can Magic Johnson be canceled? He's too big to be canceled. <laughs> He's definitely too big to fail. Now, here's the question. Um, how many people does ESPN employ to basically just hang out and write stories about the Lakers no matter what is happening? There's like a LeBron reporter. There's <laughs> Rona Shelburne. There's Om Young Masuk. Uh-huh. Uh, Arash is not there. there anymore. No, he's an independent contractor. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but none of these insiders managed to break that story. <laughs> like like, what are you doing if you're not? What is Dave McManaman doing right now? Throwing away the draft of the book he was writing about this season. <laughs> Um, also, by the way... Desperately trying to rent out a condo in Cleveland, Windhorse style. (laughs) I think we need to bring this up, too. Yes. Uh, Dave McMenamin tweeted, um, 45 minutes ago, Perfectly appropriate cap to a truly bizarre day in Lakerland? Adam Levine celebrating his 40th birthday with an 11pm pickup game on the Staples Center Court. Oh my god. (laughs) Well, you know what's also great about that is that it means that those like someone made them wait because <laughs> all those reporters are still there at eleven right. thirty. <laughs> so like they're waiting for somebody. Somebody's no commenting them. They're seeing if LeBron will come back and say weird. <laughs> so here's my question for you, Sean. Yes, yes. Who should take this job? Okay. Um, let's see. So they want someone who has ties to the Lakers, right? They always want someone somebody who, ties who to the Lakers, somebody yeah. beloved by the fans, someone with mm-hmm. they like someone with business experience, someone who's stepped in in the past to rescue an organization that's fallen on some hard times mm-hmm. in previous years. I think the team president of the Los Angeles Lakers should be Shaquille O'Neal. 
Like it, like He's it, saving like with Papa, Papa John's, John's right now. <laughs> were they in that much worse of a situation than the Los Angeles Lakers? I think Papa John's might have had a better year. <laughs> but can't, wouldn't it be fun? Even if he doesn't do anything, just giving press conferences like, yeah, we 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 really think that Rishon and Rajon Rondo is the best thing that can happen for this organization. He's the big fundamentally sound. I don't you know, think he can work there because doesn't he partially own the Kings? Figure it out. Doesn't Magic own like three sports teams? <laughs> yeah, but not an NBA team. <laughs> I, I feel like they'd work it out. Does it simply even matters? <laughs> I think there's one answer for who they should get. Because um, mm-hmm. the only way to save this team uh-huh. is to trade for Anthony Davis this summer, right? Right. So there's a guy available who knows what the Pel- who has inside information oh on God. what the Pelicans want. I love this. And that man is former New Orleans Pelicans GM Del Demps. Oh, I love it. I love it. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's great. And they and then maybe he can trade Luke with the young players he sends to New Orleans. Oh, that's great. Del Demps. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um here's here's just a logistical question uh-huh are they still going to fire the entire coaching staff and if so does genie have to do it herself they i think Woj fired them for them tonight right right <laughs> but they still have to there's another game right that well, you know what? That leads us into oh, no, no, another. No, 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 that was the last game of the season for the Lakers. I'm but sorry. also, that leads us into another news story that we forgot to put on the rundown that we should talk about here, right here, just real quick. Yeah. It came out <laughs> that Robert Sarver, the owner of the Phoenix Suns, oh, yeah, gave Earl Watson two weeks' notice before he fired him as the coach of the Phoenix yeah. Suns. So he gave him two weeks' notice during training camp, and that two weeks included the first week of the season. <laughs> so this is this is kind of going in the other direction of what Magic Johnson did today, I would say. <laughs> the best jobs, by the way, are jobs that when they let you go, they pay you for the two weeks and then yeah. don't make you come in. <laughs> I've I've honestly have not really heard of that before. When it's not like a retirement or something, who gets fired and then is like, look, we're really disappointed in your job performance. We're going to let you go. Uh, but we are giving you two weeks notice when we want you to keep... Keep coming in and fucking up at your job. Right. The thing two is, more usually the you're person, even less invested. Usually yeah. the person quitting has to give two weeks notice. Yes, not the yes that is how it works. <laughs> Sometimes you, because you don't have to give people notice, you give them severance. <laughs> this is really weird. <laughs> it's... So weird. But all right. Anyway, back to the Lakers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the other the other like I think more realistic possibility is I think the Phoenix Suns would be willing to let James Jones out of his contract. And honestly, it's time for him to get promoted to the presidency. 
He's paid his dues as co-GM of the Phoenix Suns. It's time to reunite him and LeBron. He already gave him Tyson Chandler. He did give them Tyson Chandler, who really helped for two weeks. Yeah, that was that that didn't last, Joey. It really did not. But it did make uh, Zubach uh, disposable. <laughs> uh, did you see that Laker, uh, that lawyer on Twitter who was claiming that they can uh, sue Rob Palenka for damages? Yes. Uh, yes. Because he made the Zubach trade? <laughs> yes. Yes, you could fire him for cause. Uh, also, he was claiming that because of Magic's resignation, the Lakers will not give him a penny. <laughs> Which to me does not seem like how the Lakers would treat treat Magic Johnson, but I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I mean, we'll get a hint there in whatever Ramona Shelburne writes tonight. So, mm-hmm. but also, <laughs> um, just gonna do a great job of uh, building a barn door for uh, a barn that formerly held horses. But they're gone. So Ramona's post scoop will be incredible as usual. Not totally sure what she does all day. Ramona, she's a mom and a reporter. Um, Anyway, uh, there's one last news thing we should probably talk about here. Uh, Uh, About this story or just in general? Just in general. You want to do it? I mean, they're all like quick hits. Okay, we're at 32 minutes, but okay. Um, Anthony Davis wore a That's All Folks shirt to his last home game in New Orleans. Yeah, so that means he's going to be in Space Jam 2, right? I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's Warner Brothers. He's warning us. (laughs) Um, And Alvin Gentry was very polite about Anthony Davis after the game. He said he thought he had bad advice. But he, he said the obvious thing that he was just like, look, all of this destroyed us. And he's like, and it destroyed both teams. He said, one guy got fired and the other guy resigned. He says, how do you look at it any other way? And it's like, yeah, how do you look at it any other way? He's, <laughs> it, he's completely correct. Alvin Gentry rules. Yeah, um, that guy's best. Hopefully um, when he gets fired this summer and Luke Walton get fired this summer, they'll have jobs on the Warriors again. <laughs> yeah, oh, great. Uh, uh, replace oh, Mike yeah. Brown. That's what I'm yes. saying. Alvin Gentry would not snitch on Jordan Bell for buying a $15 candle. <laughs> you know, he wouldn't. <laughs> would. <laughs> uh, Jamal Crawford scored 51 points in Dirk's last game. I was just great. Uh, Dirk scored 30 points. Jamal Crawford scored 51 points. Um, how many teams has Jamal Crawford scored 50 points for now? It's the most ever. Yeah, I mean, he had not done it for the Suns before. I'm sure he's done it for the Clippers and the he did Hawks it for the Warriors. and the Bulls and the Warriors. I'm sure he's done it for the Knicks. <laughs> I don't know if he did it in Portland, but at least six teams. Um, he's the and then oldest I would... player ever with fifty point uh, <laughs> with a fifty point game uh, to drop a fifty one point game to yeah. Uh, which sorry, Mo Williams. I'm sure was the, it was you before. The second oldest? I'm I'm sure Mo Williams was the oldest. Remember oh, right. he had when that crazy Minnesota points? Timberwolves game? <laughs> <laughs> and then wore 50 
five as his number the last year of his career because he did it. That's crazy. I forgot that that oh, happened. Oh, no. You know who he passed up? Michael Jordan. Oh, well, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, he scored 52 points. How old? It was the third time. It's the fourth team he's done this on. Bulls, Knicks, Warriors, Suns. Mo Williams uh, was actually only 33 when he did that. It was just unprecedented. <laughs> <laughs> it was very weird. But, uh, um, yeah, it's still pretty old to score 50 points if you're Mo Williams. Um, and that game that game ruled. Um, and then Dirk did announce his retirement after the game. Spoilers. He held he kept that secret. It sort of feels like people made him retire, though, right? Kind of. I think he I'm just thinking of that Zach Lowe interview. I think he just wants to stop doing so much treatment so he can play. Right. But don't you think he would if if the league hadn't have been like, you're an all star. We're having parties for you every night. Yeah. Uh, he would have been like, maybe I'll come back and play 10 minutes a game. Yeah. On like a good team. You know well, I, think he, I think he hadn't like he was definitely forced into definitely making up his mind. I think he would have probably preferred to figure it out at the end of the season. Mm hmm. He doesn't seem like a guy who was demanding a lot of hoopla. No. Uh, speaking of a guy demanding a lot of hoopla, though, uh -huh. uh, Dwayne Wade did something, I guess. I didn't really catch this. I was... uh, the Miami Heat got eliminated from the playoffs tonight. That's what happened with Dwayne Wade. Oh, and then he fell on Chrissy Teigen? Yeah, the staged. Clearly staged. Um. All right, should we get to reader mail? Let's do it. This is Round Ball Rock Reader Mail. Communications from listeners. Why do we call it Reader Mail? It is confusing for robots. Alright, our first question comes from NBA Couchside. Uh, Patreon supporter Kevin Farragan at NBA Couchside. And he asks, who is the most neoliberal basketball player? I suggested to John Wilms that it might be Harden, and he disagreed strongly. I'll tell you one thing. The most mm -hmm. neolib basketball team of all time is definitely the Doc Blake CP3 Clipper team. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, uh, they never won anything. Uh, they, they felt like weirdly privileged, like they had some kind of moral high ground that didn't exist. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's true. And it's, nepotism. I kind of feel like neoliberal is something that people say a lot on Twitter without really. I don't feel like I have a super strong hold on what that means, because I know initially it meant like you're kind of into laissez faire capitalism. You want to go back to the Gilded Age. It's but like, then people will talk yeah. about like a centrist Democrat as being a neolib. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's Clinton. Clinton Democrats are neolibs. I guess if you want like a balanced budget and you're pro NAFTA, yeah, that's neolib. Super predators, like you're a cop who has like liberal socially. I think. So I guess I get the idea that uh, James Harden is like. I can see the idea that it's like, oh, he just wants to take advantage of, uh, you know, he he James Harden is basically 
running like one of those auto stock buying things that intercepts the signal and makes a transaction four nanoseconds before mm-hmm. someone else. Um, I described what he like, does as using tax loopholes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's all like stuff that he, and he's very good at it, you know. Mm-hmm. But but also there's there's a certain amount where it feels like uh, he's like just trying to use a cheat code. You know what I, I mean? Don't think he can be the most neolib player though. Well, he doesn't. It doesn't feel like it. That's like an ideology. His it feels like something. Yeah, he's like a. Like a tech company's accountant, you know what I mean? I mean like he's, I, he's like the guy who sells Facebook's data security, but it's it doesn't seem like it's ideological enough. For I him. think he. Well, I said the that offense is far too authoritarian to be. Oh, that it's like a yeah, because he believes neoliberal. in a planned economy. Yeah, yeah, he's just like be he's just like everything is mine. <laughs> he's more like rock. He's like. You know what he is? He's like an ant. He's Randian. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, he's like, like everybody straight, else needs to. He's not this else. fake libertarian. He's like a straight up Randian. Everybody needs to just get out of the way, and me and the other guys are going to take all the shots. Yeah, he is John Galt. Well, and, um, and the economy <laughs> is like the, the Rockets' offense is kind of like a trickle down economy where it's like, no, 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 no. If you just give this powerful guy more freedom occasionally he'll kick it out to the poor exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and meanwhile it's like oh god tj pj tucker's playing center that's going to age him prematurely but he's not a wise man um but yeah at yeah, so ben thrifty suggested it's james harden's teammate chris paul and i kind of agree with him yeah, um, I just feel like the the thing that Chris Paul is, he's like a rule stickler, though. That's he's, the thing. He's like a he's like a uh, hair. He's like a a Kamala Harris, uh, Hillary Clinton type, though. I think. Oh, you feel like he's a little. He's like too tough on crime. <laughs> but he's only yeah. Uh, he's a cop. First off, he, he wants the cops to help him out more. Right. But also he gets really mad when anyone points out that he's doing the same thing. You know, it's like one of those it, it's like one of those things where it's like, yeah, sure. I hate Bain Capital. And then they call on him for like taking money from Bain Capital. And then he's like, you're only doing this because I'm short. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I feel like there's an argument for LeBron just because in LeBron's kind of like ideal playoff environment, he always wants it to be the late 90s. And that's kind of like a Democrat now who's like, I just wish I could go back to Clinton times. (laughs) You know, and LeBron's like, ah, just slow it down. Save possessions. ISO. (laughs) We want to play like it's the Eastern Conference in 1997. I do see... I do see the LeBron comparison, but he, to me, is more like a, he's like a straight up Debbie Wasserman Schultz. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, he's, he's he has his hand on the lever. Yeah, he's just like incompetent, but wants more power. <laughs> no, he is, he is, LeBron is like, like boss tweed, but who doesn't like commit enough. You know what I mean? He's like a passive aggressive 
like like machine boss. We also got Kevin Durant. Um, but to me, Kevin Durant is straight up like a Paul Ryan, uh, John McCain type where it's like, oh, people are like, that guy's a maverick. But then he totally just plays along party lines. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, who's the most, like, laissez-faire capitalist of a basketball player, uh, just in terms of his game, and, uh, God, I mean, I'm still, I still feel like Blake Griffin has a serious neolib vibe to me, even in Detroit. Um, I, all right, we, I was ahead. just leaning Devin Booker now that I was thinking about it. <laughs> Devin Booker is like where it's a like dictatorial leader of a banana republic, <laughs> but where it's like, uh, like putting up seventy points in a game where you lose by thirty or whatever is just like being like, but we passed gay marriage. <laughs> yeah, like you really watered down your performance in that game, Devin Booker. <laughs> Uh, but no, my answer is for sure Chris Paul. I think it's Chris Paul. Hmm. Um, God, I like almost talked myself into Harden a little bit. Um, <laughs> oh, I do want to get to what you said before where um, you said you thought Kyrie Irving was either a Gary he's either Johnson a Gary or Johnson Stein. or a Jill Stein. Yeah, I think he's I think he's a full on Jill Stein. But to me, his game doesn't work as a Jill Stein. You know what I mean? His attitude. But you know what? Well, you know what? He likes to get into it right at the very end after kind of disappearing for a while. Sure. He he talks like he wants utopia, but then he kind of takes a lot of shots. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's kind of why kinda I think lot, he might be Gary money. Johnson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> people, in, uh, people in Massachusetts have burned out on him, much like... Uh, <laughs> Jill Stein. Um, yeah, and also, would you be that surprised if he had a folk rock band? No, not at all. No. And, yeah. So you're going James Harden now? I don't. I just don't really <laughs> think that James Harden fits. No, I don't. I mean, I get, I get it, but he's just. I don't know. He's he's more like like a. Like a weird billionaire who has who just funnels money into a foundation, you know. People also kept suggesting Stephen Curry as neoliberal. Yeah. Like his game is just not like that, right? Like, and it's because people are colored with their hatred of the three pointer, and they blame that on uh, Steph Curry. You know, they're like, "This is like tech money or whatever." <laughs> the other thing I'm going to say is most people who are saying neoliberal. Kind of just saying I don't like that for the most part. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, but the reason I would say James Harden is not an austerity player is that um, he's a, he's not a steer. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he he wants he wants the game to be one thirty five to one twenty eight. Mm-hmm. So if anybody, yeah, I, I mean I think LeBron fits actually better than than those other guys. Oh. I'm gonna say Le- dude, it's fucking Russ. Oh, like like too too demanding. Like, it's just so like 
show-offy and pointless, even though his, like, shooting sucks. He's, like, like yelling yeah. at everybody. Like, the there's, like, a weird the privilege seed, to it. I have, yeah. I haven't have got a triple-double. <laughs> <laughs> we passed a symbolic rev- resolution. <laughs> um. All right, should we go to the next question? Yeah. Uh, at Silky Johnson, aka, sorry, at Silky Johnson 23, aka Diabolical Lover, asks, what would other top NBA players' t-shirts be if they were leaving their organization? Mm -hmm. Uh, and then he said, I think Jimmy Butler would wear a Lone Survivor shirt that Wahlberg gave him. Wow, that's... I think he would, too. Yeah, I think that might actually be the correct answer. (laughs) It's a very good answer. Um, I I could see Kyrie Irving signing with a team that isn't Boston. Sorry, I could see him going to his last game wearing a No Fear t-shirt. See, Kyrie Irving would never wear a shirt that doesn't have, like, the all-seeing eye on it, though, you know? Yeah, but I I could see him being into, like, one of those more cryptic... I just feel like no fear is a sentiment he would have. Um, I'm just trying to think of people who would potentially leave. Uh, I think Nick Vucevic would wear a Universal Studios t-shirt. Yeah, and just like <laughs> as a tribute. He, he's not unhappy to be leaving. No, but, you know, it's a Disneyland town, even though Universal Studios is there. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's He's sending a message to the Magic and their Mickey Mouse gloves. Uh, Kemba Walker maybe wearing a Birmingham Barons throwback jersey to to send a message to michael jordan and then of course the correct answer is uh the last game of the season uh kevin durant is going to wear a rich kleinman new york knicks jersey <laughs> to, to the game what number do you think rich kleinman would be uh just two dollar signs oh <laughs> Um, all right. Our friend oh, JJ. Oh, and I could also see JJ Reddick wearing like a cereal t shirt. Just being a like, podcast? this is my love of podcasting. And also, things are, you know, my, my career is continuing. I honestly think cereal might be like too cool for JJ Reddick. I think it would be like a welcome to Night Vale t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Ro- would anyone wear a Rogan t shirt? Kyrie. Kyrie's the only the most Rogan player in the NBA. Um, All right. At Reed and tweets, my friend, my old my old roommate, Reed asks. In tribute to Dwayne Wade, how much sea bass does one consume to celebrate a retirement? You know, I I don't really know the serving size of a sea bass. I know the answer to this. Oh, go ahead. However much LeBron James orders for you, baby. That's true. Um. (laughs) Do I do definitely think that Dwayne Wade is definitely going to be fairly fat? I think so too. It's it just looks like it's already kind of starting to happen, and he's like content enough. Um. Also, you know, worked with with Michael Jordan's old trainer. That is not going to continue. <laughs> um. All right. Sean Woodley, in our marquee question, I gotta say, of the mailbag, I think, asks, what McDonald's menu item is each of the best players on all 16 playoff teams? 
I'm gonna pull up the McDonald's. The McDonald's <laughs> doing the exact same thing. I mean, I think I know it by heart, but can I can I tell you one that's uh, McDonald's is not gonna be allowed to know my location on this laptop, though, Joey. <laughs> um, I had one right away that I thought that Kevin Durant was the McRib, just because he's like. Because it only shows up sporadically during yeah, the regular yeah, it's, season. It's only available for <laughs> a But he's not butt. the best player on that team, Sean. Look, look I, that's <laughs> why I just said it now. <laughs> I didn't want to push you too hard. Uh, my girlfriend did suggest that she thought Clay Thompson was a McChicken because it's, it's all, always good. You are menu using box. menu items we have to use for other players. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> All right, so let's go eight to one in the Western Conference Finals. Five, uh, finals. The I can't you just give me the whole menu here. The okay. Los Angeles Clippers. Who is Lou Williams? Uh, I think Lou Williams is hot cakes and sausage. Interesting. Why? Well, he's like exciting, um, and he's polyamorous. To me, likes to get things going. Lou Williams is two apple pies for a dollar. That's a good deal. Uh, those apple pies Sweet. are really good, uh, but if you wait exact, if you wait too long, they are not that good. <laughs> Got to get them while they're hot. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Who is Lamarcus Aldridge? I answered this on Twitter already. He is very clearly the fillet of fish. Uh, oh yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> like no one really wants it, but it's on the menu forever. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it's like a thing where some people like will defend the fillet of fish, like it's the like, greatest hey. sandwich at McDonald's. <laughs> it still seems gross to me. It also Why feels like a fish sandwich. It feels like a throwback from like a like a an earlier time. Well, yeah. Also, like, when would you ever go anywhere and just ask for fish? It's not, they never, they're never like, oh, this beautiful filet of a type of fish. It's like, no, nah, it's just a fish filet. You want it or not? What kind of fish is it? Fuck you. Um, all right. The Oklahoma City Thunder. Who uh, is so Russell Westbrook? What's it, Paul George, their best player? <laughs> again, I'll say this again. I'm not really sure what Russell Westbrook is, like, really positive at at this point in his career. Because it's not defense. It's not really shooting. I guess rebounding. And dunking really hard. Yeah. it's just It just seems like he's not necessarily a positive player on <laughs> offense or defense. And yet people are like, second team NBA. Second team All NBA. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what he is. He's a fucking McFlurry dude. Oh, the, Russell Westbrook is. Yeah. I think Paul George oh, <laughs> is a double cheeseburger. Not uh, flashy. No, you know what? He's a McDouble. Mm-hmm. Just like not. It's not your favorite thing. But it's really reliable. It actually and is like, my wow, favorite it's, thing it's on the McDonald's efficient. menu. It might be my favorite thing, too, actually. <laughs> oh, my God. I love Paul George. <laughs> um, all right. 
Sean, who is Rudy Gobert? Who is Rudy Gobert? Who's the what's the most disrespected thing on this band? You know what I think he is? I'm sorry, Rudy Gobert. You're a salad. <laughs> Which one? I think he's the Southwest buttermilk crispy chicken salad. It's like yeah. there's a lot there. I understand it, but it's still a salad, you know? <laughs> um I think he's the big breakfast. What's in the big breakfast? Uh, a sausage patty, a biscuit, a hash brown, and scrambled eggs from McDonald's. Yeah, where you're like, I guess on paper that's a breakfast. Where, yeah, where you're like, this is a lot of stuff, but also yeah. it's from McDonald's, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you're getting a non-sandwich from McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. You're getting some some scrambled eggs that were not cooked in a pan. Uh, yeah, I hope you like your eggs microwave. <laughs> um, all right. Who is Damian Lillard, Sean? Damian Lillard. Um, this the, he's like a hmm. He's a shamrock shake. Oh, well, that's that's pretty positive. I don't think I've ever had a shamrock shake, Joey. It's mint. Yeah. It's mint flavored and it's dyed green. Uh, I kind of thought I thought he was maybe I was almost going to give him triple cheeseburger because he shoots all those threes. You know? <laughs> uh, all right. Who is James Harden, Sean? Ooh, James Harden. You know what James Harden is, I think? What? He's a he's a giant. Piping hot, large fries. Some it's would argue like, that's McDonald's best menu item. I mean, yeah. Some people would say it's better than Giannis Antetokounmpo. But just like, it's it's good hot. It's like a, a volume product. Um, maybe it's a little repetitive in what it does, but it's very effective. And honestly, pairs with almost anything on the menu. So it does have that going for it. Uh, to me, James Harden is a double quarter pounder with cheese. Um, Just everything. Because uh, Morgan Spurlock throws up when watching him shoot all those free throws. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Sean, who is Nikola Jokic? Who is Nikola Jokic? I mean, he's like... I think he's a hot fudge Sunday. That's no, he's yeah. Oh, oh go What's ahead. That? No, go ahead. I was gonna say I think he is a hot fudge Sunday. I almost <laughs> said he was a hot caramel Sunday. I think he's hot a hot fudge Sunday. I also think he's a hot fudge Sunday. Um, all right, who's Steph Curry? Boy, he's like a difficult one. I think, but he's just so. I guess if. trying to think what item matches this one's kind of go you go ahead i think he's a happy meal dude oh yeah yeah, kids love him uh people think of them fondly but uh people who are real like i'm an adult now are like fuck steph curry (laughs) and and these shouldn't be sold to kids these toys are addictive (laughs) he's ruining basketball exactly (laughs) yeah okay I, i like that um all right, Sean. Who is Blake Griffin? 
Blake Griffin, man. Um, let me see. There's got to be. To me, Blake Griffin is a McGriddle. It's uh, like, yeah, it's it, like the novelty was great a few years ago. <laughs> uh, people still like him, but n- nobody talks about him as much anymore. I think and I think he's even a sausage McGriddle. He's not even a bacon, <laughs> egg, and cheese one. I'm like, eh, empty calories. <laughs> All right. Who is Nikola, Nikola Vucevic? Nikola Vucevic. I'm going to tell you I know exactly what he is. <laughs> what is he? He is the steak, egg, and cheese biscuit. <laughs> because who fucking knew McDonald's had a steak biscuit? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is like Vucevic making the all-star team this year. We were like, that's the only place the steak goes? <laughs> there were so many places you could have put that. And it's like, nah, just this one weird breakfast item. <laughs> You're like, geez, I would maybe pay a lot for that, but it might be gone any moment. All right, Sean. Who is the best player on the Brooklyn Nets? <laughs> I'm going to say it's uh, D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, he didn't make the all-star team. I I prefer Spencer Dinwiddie, but... I think he's a uh, double bacon smokehouse burger, where you're like, it looks impressive, and then you get up close, and you're like, this is actually kind of (laughs) gross. I don't want (laughs) to... Why did I commit to this? All right. Um, who is Miles Turner? I guess Boyan oh, yeah, Bogdanovich. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, was he the? Well, he was third team All NBA, right? <laughs> I think I read that somewhere that he was going to win the award. Uh, I'm actually look. I he's not the best player on this team, but uh, you know who I think we should be naming the McDonald's item for, right? Uh, is it Sabonis? Who no. is? It? Oh, Thad Young. Thad Young. Thad Young. I think he's a quarter pounder with cheese. Oh, wow, you. Uh, I was gonna say just just a plain cheeseburger, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, that that works too. I was just trying to think of like a classic underrated menu item, you know, just like like always gets it done. Yeah. Not that exciting, but you're right. He's he's a cheeseburger. <laughs> um, okay. Who is Kyrie Irving? Oh my god. Kyrie Irving, looking at this menu and the <laughs> thing that said Kyrie to me more than anything else is a low fat strawberry yogurt. The, he's a No, you are go-gurt. saying it wrong. It's Gogurt. A low fat go- strawberry gogurt. And yeah. Sean, I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh-huh. That is exactly what I was going to say he was. <laughs> he's, he's, he's like one of the Gogurtest players in the league. Um, all right. Uh, who is Joel Embiid? Joel Embiid, man. Um you know what? I think he's the quarter pounder with cheese. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I know. I think that's correct because he's classic. Mm-hmm. Um, Feels like a throwback. People kind of like it. Yeah, 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 yeah. A little bit cheesy. All right, Sean. This is a difficult one. Uh huh. 
Who is Kawhi Leonard? Oh my God, who is Kawhi Leonard? <laughs> I'm gonna say, can he just be like the nutritional information? <laughs> Can he a be the, the, the pack of apple slices that come with a happy meal instead of french fries now. Yeah. <laughs> um I'm honestly looking at this and I think he might be like the the americano from McCafe. <laughs> I was supposed to go back to America. I actually was just going to say he's the simple egg McMuffin. Yeah, yeah, that that works. Because too. it's like it's fine. It's I mean it's like you could argue it's like uh one of the great American fast food items, but also it's no one's favorite fast food item, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. All right. Giannis. Oh my god. I what is the most delightful possible thing? Um You know, I think Giannis might be the McChicken. Okay. Just because it's like, it's so solid. Um, feels so reliable. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't feel like his game is super fancy. He's it the, just like delivers, you he's know, the 20 piece nuggets, dude. Oh, that was okay, for $5. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just That's so it's... delightful. Everybody loves at least one McNugget. 20 is pro is way too many. But it's five dollars. It's cheap. It's like only twenty cents more than the ten piece. Yeah, you're, feels you're like a delight. You get to choose whatever sauces you want. Imagine how many Saucy. Giannis would want to taste all those sauces. You know. Mm -hmm. Uh, so Sean O'Shea, our friend Sean O'Shea, asks, uh, "How will the news coming from the Lakers today affect the upcoming season of Bosch?" Ooh, okay. So this is interesting. Um. Bosch is like a real throwback dude. So I think he probably both really trusted Magic Johnson because it's like the last time Bosch can remember like caring about basketball. Um, and he hates LeBron because he thinks he travels all the time. Mm -hmm. And Bosch, Bosch does things mostly by the book, but you know, sometimes you got to bend the rules a little bit. Um, so let's see. I'm going to say it's going to. Like, do you think they could have a plot line that is about the murder of a president of basketball operations? See. I say no. It's Here's like too far on the west side. Look, Bosch is a baseball man. He doesn't care about basketball. You mm -hmm. know, think about Bosch. That's a yeah, baseball mean. fan. Uh, the only thing this will affect, and this was going to happen anyway, is uh, I guarantee at some point this season, Bosch will be at a murder scene in front of a defaced LeBron James mural. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so do you think people will be like defacing LeBron murals more now because they're Magic and Kobe stands? No, <laughs> I don't. I, I mean, I, I have no idea what's going to happen on Bosch or in the city of Los Angeles, other than uh, Magic chose the Dodgers and people fucking love the Dodgers. So yeah, I don't know. 
Look, he has a feeling for the Dodgers that he can't let go is what we're exactly. really saying. Yeah. Bosch is for sure a Dodger fan. I don't think he cares about the Lakers. The Lincoln lawyer is a big Dodger fan, but I, I do believe that Bosch also supports them. Um, I see now the Lincoln lawyer. He feels like he's he might have courtside tickets to a to the Lakers. Actually. Exactly. Like if he can if he can just work a scam enough. If Bosch likes a basketball team, though, I bet it's the Clippers. Um, because yeah. he's he's you know he doesn't like he didn't like the he didn't like a flamboyant the Showtime Lakers. No, he were. doesn't like being told what to do. Yeah, I bet you he know? liked Kareem though. Yeah. All right. Um. At Sarah Budgen, at, oh, sorry, Sarah Budgen, at Bugs Sarah asks, as a non-Utah person, at any point in your life, did you think about Carl Malone and John Stockton getting married and opening a cake business together? Hmm. Look, I didn't think about them having a cake business, but they definitely fall into the uh, athlete life partners thing. Mm Mm-hmm. For sure. Now, now, Sarah, Sarah, I know is from Salt Lake City. We've had Salt Lake City resident Barbara Gray on the podcast before, and she talked about her childhood crush on uh, Utah Jazz guard Howard Isley. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is not the first romantic Utah Jazz question that we've <laughs> ever received, and it's not going to be the last. Um, they really did fall into that like life partner thing, and. I mean, I'm not sure I thought about them getting married, but I could definitely imagine them living in the same house. Oh, for sure. And like, because it's sort of an odd couple thing where where I, I could see like there being a whole kind of sitcom episode where John Stockton's out there practicing his free throws and and Carl Malone comes back just dragging this bloody deer and they both look at each other and are like, I thought we were going to be shooting today. And then they're like, oh, I thought you meant that. And yeah, her next part, the second half of her question, yeah. though, is did you ever fantasize about a movie starring their friendship? Oh, I guess that's what I'm talking about now. Yeah, I'm thinking of a sitcom more than a movie because uh, these guys are a long running two man act. Uh, I, I would say that Carl Malone is the Balky. John Stockton would be the cousin Larry, I think. He's not high strung enough. John Stockton isn't? Yeah. Well, I think Because that... to me, Carl Malone is the one who would do the, like, excitable yelling. But also John Stockton... John Stockton is such a blank canvas as a person. Mm-hmm. It's hard to even odd couple them. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, the thing that I found the most... Um... The most emotionally affecting thing that that showed me the most about John Stockton's personality is that 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 sequence in the documentary about the dream team Mm -hmm. where he's going around Barcelona in his normal clothes, asking people if they're excited about the dream team and no one recognizes him as a basketball player. And just looks like a white dorky tourist. Yeah. And after a while, it starts to hurt his feelings clearly Mm -hmm. because he thought it was funny at first. And then literally it's no one. Um, And then at the end, his son gets cut by the Sacramento Kings. So it's (laughs) it's very emotionally affecting. (laughs) But yeah, as like long running partners, uh, 
I think that could be an okay sitcom. And then occasionally there's a house down the street where Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen are roommates. Here's a hang out. Here's what I think a movie starring them could be. Mm -hmm. Uh, They both appear to me to be two people that the only thing they share in common is severe road rage. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Couldn't you see both of those guys getting super mad if someone cut them off and then like chasing them down the freeway? Flashing their light blinkers and, uh, I mean, flashing their, uh, brights and, like, honking at people to the point yeah. where it's, like, dangerous. <laughs> that so is it's the like... only thing they have in common, personality-wise, is they both, for sure... They're, like, relentless. No, no, just ro- straight-up road rage. They just both have just rage. simmering anger below them. It's like a falling down. Like maybe like I was thinking like a, like a changing lanes, but they're both in the same car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then and then like the road rage situation escalates. Yeah, like one of them eggs like, the other one off on yeah. to like drive the person who cut them off like off the road and kill yeah. them. <laughs> and then once that happens, it becomes like angry uh, Thelma and Louise. See, I was thinking it becomes a thing where. They have to, like, learn to trust each other because they're the only ones who know that the other one killed killed a guy. <laughs> oh, it becomes a psychological. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They get out of the car. <laughs> and they try and live their normal lives. It's like uh, like one of those movies where, like, that Joaquin Phoenix used to make before he got real weird. Yeah. Where it's like, Mark Ruffalo and Joaquin Phoenix star as... A guy whose son was murdered by a drunk driver, and where Mark Ruffalo's the drunk driver and Joaquin Phoenix is the dad or whatever. Right, right, right. <laughs> so you'd you'd be thinking like John Stockton would be played by like David Morse after he lost like sixty pounds <laughs> for the role. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> wow, I was kind of thinking of. I think it would be fun to see them run a business together, though. I'm, I'm kind of into fun. the I'm kind of into the cake business too, like because I definitely think that their dynamic would work very well in a busy kitchen. All right, I think that's our episode. I think so too. We'll do a mailbag episode next week. We will answer these questions, the rest oh. of our questions, and there are some really good ones next Wednesday. Yeah. But until then, Sean. What would you like to plug? Um, you can check out. I'll have. Um, I have some stuff about the NBA playoffs and Game of Thrones coming out at the end of this week. And uh, check out the Everything Report on Instagram. Uh, great. And did you write a Luka Doncic song this week? <laughs> I did, actually. Wow. And What a uh, surprise. He's more of a... Look, we want these to go viral. This one... Luke is actually a little more of a supporting character in this one. But um, look, when I was watching Dirk take that one legged fadeaway tonight, uh, I made a uh, I made a long distance call to Athens, Georgia. And uh, some of my buddies from R.E.M. Uh, agreed to 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 let us you know use some of their material. And so this one. This week's song is called Finest Dirk Song. 
All right, sounds good. That's probably playing under us right now. As for me, uh, if you can find it in your heart, please support us on uh, Patreon at patreon.com slash roundballrock. Uh, and as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz. We're on 10-14-14. I tweeted, electrical fire. Great. <laughs> Trust the process. Trust the process. Uh, shut it down. Let's go to McDonald's and order a Giannis Adetokounmpo. It's time to retire for the big German. He's more playful than Pee-wee Herman. A pass from Luca, he threw it down. I'm writing him the finest Dirk song. Retirement hour. Uh, retirement hour. Remember when LeBron fake coughed And after that Big Dirk went off I just don't care That Wade is gone Now Lucas sings Our finest Dirk song Retirement hour Retirement hour Pack up your spreadsheets Fucking nerds You're the best wife Since Larry Bird Luca fed him Pass after pass He's like Slovenian Steve Nash Retirement hour Retirement hour Hi, I'm Michael Stipe. All of us here at REM want to congratulate Dirk on his 21-year career in Dallas and wish him the best of luck wherever he goes be it Germany, Athens, Georgia, or Rockville. Seriously, Dirk, don't go to Rockville. It's a shithole. Time to say, I've we to send, while Luca yells, nice vid and yay. Tractor, trailer, trade, epic fail. Mark Cuban should be in jail. Retirement hour. Retirement hour. Retirement hour. Retirement hour. Hey, Dirk, we're really going to miss you. 
me, Mike Nels, a drunken Peter Buck going crazy on a cross-country flight, and Bill Barry, the drummer, who might be dead. Let's face it, probably dead. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.